Hello and welcome to a winning streak-ish edition of the Warriors All-82 podcast. Steve Kerr tried to say tonight they'd won three in a row. He'd forgot the Pelicans game. It don't count. That's why. He knows what's up. If, if, the, if the players, if the real players don't play, I don't want to say real players. The, the other ones you just real. did. If the, <laughs> if the stars don't play, it don't count. Three in a row. Book it. And by the way, we did this for the people. You know, for all you haters who are only talking about we only pot after win, after losses, here we are on a holiday weekend giving you a pot. When the game was not that spectacular from a storyline standpoint, but they're playing well. I mean, to me, that's just like they, they're stabilizing. Uh, they're 10 and 10 in a conference that, I don't know, you seem skeptical. Yeah, can I be a little, I mean. Yes, please. This might make the podcast much better. Go ahead. They're, they're stabilizing because the schedule gave them a lot of home games. They've been good at home all year. Well, the one I mean, they've, they've played 10 home games and 10 road games. They're 9-1 and one and 1-9. One and nine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, are they stabilizing or are they just really good at home? To me, we will know if they're stabilizing because I'm still not counting beating Houston on the road as like part of this, you know, we've arrived plan. Can I make an argument? Sure. So one major storyline, Clay Thompson is like pretty obviously like – back to himself physically like you know i'm not talking prime clay thompson but at least what we saw later in last regular season the legs are are there he's not having these just like you know destructive like three of 15 nights i mean to me he was one of the keys of the game when he he had four threes in the last three minutes of the third quarter when when utah was threatening and, and blew it open so he's having kind of those little detonation points of games but also within games he's not you know, thirsty chasing anymore. They seem to have solved that problem. And as you were there in Phoenix, that was a major problem that needed to be solved. And it seems like it has. Um, but it wasn't the main problem. Okay. And well, so that's one. Yeah. Two, they've, they've, I think, found at least a decent second unit. Draymond Green leading that second unit. And Draymond Green just from an overall leadership standpoint, his, is back in a lot of ways. I mean, he he's the one that, that, that speaks the loudest in the Clay Thompson you know, intervention, we can call it basically on the shot selection that seems to have solved that. The and one Clay credited, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. And then now he's like, I think, properly running a second unit that's helping Jordan Poole. I thought Jordan Poole had a solid second half, at least tonight, 19 points. Um, and now the rotation seems to fit together. You don't, at least as a viewer, as, a, as somebody who's like, you know, studying these games, in the first 15 games, there would be points where they sub anybody out, particularly when Steph subs out, you're like, uh-oh, you know, they're, they're trying to hold the door as it's shaking. Now, like, there's not a point in the game where you're like, just, uh-oh, they're about to get railroaded. Yeah, but it still ain't solved the main problem because what what Houston showed was that even a hot clay doesn't doesn't guarantee a win. And what we saw tonight was – they need a clay to hit four threes in a quarter to win a game. Their big issue is still defense. It, their defense is not solved. And the Warriors aren't seriously back until they're actually getting stops and holding people in check. And they still go stretches throughout, throughout a game where they're not following any sort of game plan and they're easy to score on. They gave up like five corner threes when Lori Markinen was just parked in the corner and just hitting. And Kelly Olynyk and the other one. And yeah. like Utah's the best corner shooting three in the team. That's got to be in the scouting report. They know this. So they still do that stuff. They still give up crazy runs. And this ain't 
the second unit necessarily. This ain't the youngsters. No, it was sometimes These it was are, like Draymond yeah, getting out late. Draymond, it was uh, you know, uh Wiggins and and Clay still having a hard time at point of attack defensively. And obviously Jordan Poole does regularly. Like they still have some defensive issues they gotta solve. So if they go and that's what that's what travels on the road, defense, right? So to me, Minnesota is a more serious challenge. Dallas is a more serious challenge. I want to see if they can defend before I start. I mean, they're obviously playing better. Like, I can't deny that. They're playing better. They're definitely playing better than they were on that road trip where they couldn't win a game. But I'm not saying well, they I still got a long way to go defensively. Not, you're correct, mostly. But I've also figured out why you are so skeptical heading into this podcast. Because there's nothing Marcus Thompson hates more as – you know, I can see him as a youth basketball coach. Then giving up an open corner three. I mean, you're f- flipping tables when you see any team give up an open corner three. It's I, I don't get it, dude. Like, it's easier than a layup. It's easier than a contested That's layup. That's false. It's well, easier maybe, than a contested layup. Who's contesting? It doesn't. No. <laughs> it doesn't no, matter. Like James Wiseman, Draymond, Looney. Oh, that James Wiseman is in here. Can the man just recuperate and just get his game his, together? His stat lines have been decent. I saw he had 12 can, and 8 can tonight. He get his game together in Santa Cruz without catching strays on the pot. That wasn't a stray. I was <laughs> I was just wondering who was contesting. I'm talking about like Jermichael Green, Kamal Looney, Draymond Green. Who, what, if, if you close out on a three and they got to drive, which is the harder basket? The the layup in the paint with the for, with the Warriors defense there or a wide open corner three? In the NBA, man, that's an easier bucket than a contested layup. Well, I tell you what, I think efficiency numbers would agree with you that like that is not the the shot that you want to just be handed. Hurts you more than if they make that too. Like Beasley and uh, Jordan Clarkson, they did well. They, they they were creating off the dribble. They were getting in the paint. They were finishing at the rim. That's not what was killing the Warriors. What was what was hurting them was those open corner threes. I don't know. They, they're not going to do it. Clearly, they're not going to stop doing it. But to me, make teams to you to death. That's the only really hope they have. So, yeah, you're right. I was the 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 it, it's like Steve is about traveling. That's how I am about corner three. I would put a man if I was if I was Mike Brown, the defensive coordinator. I'm like, if you if you get get a bucket on you in the corner, like there's a there's a punishment, there's a fine. Well, it would be the quick timeout. I mean, that's what Mike Brown's doing in Sacramento. Every quarter that begins with some breakdown he doesn't like, it's just ding immediate timeout. If you were the coach, that would be the corner three. Every corner three corner is a three. ding. Although the thing is, your I feel like your teams would be getting eaten alive inside, but my God, uh, they would not leave the corner. You know what I'm saying? But hey, it's it's harder to win with twos in modern NBA. Take away the three. If you take away the not, you know, I'm not saying give them all threes. Just don't, don't let people get wide open corner threes. The Warriors are the only team that don't make them. Everybody else makes them at a super high rate, especially in the playoffs. Steph Curry, 33 points, 13 and 23, shooting six of 13 from three, plus 19. Uh, you know, I think I believe he's now second in the league in just individual plus minus. He's on a 10 and 10 team, and he's like. Plus one forty, I think, for the season. It's crazy. Yeah, he's he's on another level. Uh, he he's his command of the game is like it's that Jordan elite level, right? Where you see a guy saying, "Hey, I'm gonna do this with the game, what I want." And the crazy part is he's still not getting to the line. 
I think he had what he had one free throw today. That's one free throw in two games. One of one. They had six as a team. I didn't even see that. Five of six from the line as a team. Six free throws, three in each half. But Steph, I think he got a three point play or something like that once. Uh, so he's doing this without getting to the line lately. He just controls a game whenever, whenever things get tough. And like he talked about the weight he's put on and how that makes, you know, gives him that. We got a number. We got a number, by the way, from Steve Curry. He says 15 pounds. He has heard from Steph. Steph Steph did confirm that. So 15 pounds since 2016. And it is not fat. No, it's not. It's, It's muscle. And it's from its physicality, its confidence, right? It's, uh, it's the ability to impose his will. Like you can see it. Like, he just takes over. He just is in control out there. He does what he wants to do, and sometimes that's a turnover. But <laughs> tonight it was a few turnovers. But typically it's been getting into the lane, kicking, and he only had what four assists tonight. But like lately, he's been driving the kicking. The way he had twenty-one assists, one turnover the last two games combined. Last two games. The way the way Utah was playing, they were playing that like kind of old school. You know, we see this a, a lot from teams. Deny, deny, deny. Press up on them, deny. You know what they're doing? They're saying, hey, give them twos. Deny, deny, deny. Overplay the passing lanes. Overplay, overplay. Do not leave the corner. Yes. <laughs> overplay, 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 overplay. And, like, Jordan Poole has a problem with that physicality that press up on you. And really, so does, like, Clay a little bit. Like, like they need a little space to do their thing. Hey, Warriors got two options. Steph? Handling the ball or getting the ball to Wiggins in the post. Oh, how many Wiggins, like, short <laughs> hooks did they have tonight? They made a few of them, but it's just – that's when you know a team is playing physical when suddenly you just see Andrew Wiggins against, like, Malik Beasley, yeah, like, like right. dribble, dribble, short hook. This is their answer. Like, oh, this is how you want to play? All right, Wiggs, it's your turn. <laughs> oh, you want to do that? You want to play hard? All right, we're going to Wiggs in the post. <laughs> that's funny. That is, that is. Who else Who else could they turn to in that situation, though? When they're overplaying – like, they don't have the guys who just secure with the ball. They need Jordan to get that way, to get where he wants without over-dribbling and, and not being so bothered by pressure. Yeah, I mean, rotationally, they're mostly now. Probably, right? Well, yeah, DiVincenzo a little bit. But, you know, again, like even to his Milwaukee and Sacramento days, he's like he's not high efficiency out of the pick and roll. He'll run it a little bit. He does that. Like, then you have other guys in the rotation. Like, Anthony Lamb is out there to just, like, be, like, you know, Kavon Looney 2.0, essentially. Uh, you but know, Kaminga like could, but now Kaminga's basically been told, like, just, you know, don't use possessions at all. Do you see him tonight? Zero points. Zero, zero shots tonight. Zero shots in 13 minutes, plus two, and he's being praised post He might, he might get the game ball. He, he probably would, did post game. Steve is in there, yeah, Jonathan, this is how you do it. Completely suppress your talent and fall in line. <laughs> Seriously, uh, it's they're they're making. I understand Draymond's analogy, right? And Steve's analogy. Steph, year four, got it. Draymond, year three. The part they're leaving out is they were playing. They were playing. So if in year four they're not playing, like the light switch doesn't just go off. It's not some kind of like automated thing that happens. It's not an an oven, right? Like 
it, it happened in three years because they were playing for three years, and it happened in four because they were playing. Well, Steph was really three because he missed most of a year with the ankle injuries. But if they're not playing, you can't just presume they'll get it in year four, and that's the risky part for their careers. Is they they he need he needs to play, but he did he did get Lamb's minutes tonight. The second half minutes, he took Lamb's shift. Um, what you gotta do is not shoot. Hustle, play yeah, defense, Like you said, su- suppress all your talents. <laughs> Everything that, that you and Jama are working with, uh, don't you know, do don't do it. It's basically. Yet, though, yet. Eventually, you'll be able to do it. Don't do it yet. Would you like to go to Santa Cruz? You can do it in Santa Cruz. No, you ain't doing it in Santa Cruz. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Um, yeah, I just thought it was kind of an interesting juxtaposition where we're in the locker room post game, and you know, every player has TVs on the locker. And we were, Kaminga was not in the locker, but his TV had NBA TV highlights on, and it's Jalen Green. You know, taking twenty shots against the Atlanta, scoring thirty points, and again, His Jonathan Kaminga on the G League yeah, night. Exactly, yeah. the guy that got drafted ahead of him. That you know, look, I mean, he probably believes, hey, look, like give me that opportunity, and I'll be putting up the same thing again. Kaminga was not sitting there watching the highlights, but it was interesting to be sitting there watching Jalen Green do that in Jonathan Kaminga's locker. Which you can imagine, some if that's popping up when he's sitting there. You know, the one that I feel like. Is comparable where he is Franz Wagner or uh, Scotty Barnes, right? It's like, give me their time. I could be doing what they're doing. It's probably tough to watch. Yes. I mean, the argument against would be Franz Wagner naturally. First of all, he's getting way more minutes because he's on the Magic who stink. But he also has like a game that does fit into winning better, just like Scotty Barnes. I mean, Scotty Barnes is getting a lot of minutes for a Raptors team that is a playoff team. They made the playoffs last year. Um, so anyway, uh, we don't need to get too deep for that. Moses Moody, another DMP tonight. James Wiseman, I think he had 12, eight and two blocks down in Santa Cruz. That is your daily update on the state of the youth movement. Um, but overall, you know, how many minutes coming to play tonight? 13, exactly 13 on the nose, 13 minutes, zero seconds. That's hard to do. Two fouls, three rebounds. Yeah. Had a big rebound in the fourth quarter. He, he got up for it. He got up pretty high. Like you could, you could see him. Like there behind the scenes, they talk about his attitude being really good, which they didn't used to always say about him. Yeah. I was I was here pregame. I got here at like uh, probably like four forty five, and I came out and I watched like fifteen minutes of his workout. He gets out here. Him and Moody are out here around four thirty for a seven p.m. tip, um, and they were working. They they were swinging the ball to him, and they were having one of the coaches, uh, you know, close out. But they were they were telling him he has to read how they close out. If the guy's really coming out and closing out, go by him. 
if uh, if it's a short closeout or a hesitant closeout, shoot the three. And it was just it was kind of interesting for ten minutes. He was like, sometimes he did it well, sometimes he took the three when he shouldn't have, and they were kind of getting on him, and they were like. He was going back and forth with the coaches, debating them on like if if he should have taken the three, if he should have taken the drive. But I mean, that's just like you just see the minutia that they're working on with these guys. It's a lot. It's a lot to digest, man. It's a lot. And if he doesn't get it right, he's coming out the game. <laughs> like that's it, it's tough. Like Draymond is right about that. They're just in a they're in a tough situation that young people just aren't normally in. The Warriors need to win. So they're going to ride the Stars. They're going to ride them. They rode them tonight. They're going to ride the Stars until they get this thing right. But it's not quite right yet, even though they're 10 and 10. They go 2 and 0 and, and on the road trip, then, then talk to me. I think they will bolt all the way to like eighth in the West if they do that. Um, you know, because Minnesota is 10, Dallas is nine. Those are the two teams they're playing. Uh, the West is freaking traffic jam right now. So, I don't know. I mean, Dre, the way Draymond was speaking tonight, he kind of he seems to think they're about to rattle off some wins. Yeah, how many home games they got? I mean, got one more. They go, go, then come back. They no, they come back. come back for I think a three game home stand. Three home stand. There you go. Oh but yeah, they, that's right. The Bulls. And... Yeah, but then they go to Utah for one. But they have uh, December twelfth to Christmas Day, basically. Right, Christmas is at home, but right before Christmas Day is a six gamer. Out east, that's going to be somewhat of a challenge. Yeah, if they got it together by then, to me, that's a that's a reasonable ask. If they if they got it together where they're playing good on the road and they could go on a six gamer and come back three three, now you could say that 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 would be a to me that would be a reasonable ask. Okay, they're ten and ten. Ten and ten, five hundred. And we did a podcast after a win, and we. At least I did. Spent the entire podcast telling you why that that you don't believe loss yet <laughs> because they're corner three numbers. This is actually our analytics guy, Marcus Thompson. He's dug into the numbers and the amount of corner threes they're giving up the is a bottom one, ten team. The, the craziest one is that they can't hit them from the right side. They can only make Warriors can only make corner threes from the left. But at shoot around, Jordan Poole was working from the right corner and he made like six in a row. I think I posted it. And then he gets one here, and he misses it. The Warriors don't make corner threes from the right, only from the left. And that's largely because Wiggins doesn't miss from the left. I thought DiVincenzo had one of his better games for the Warriors tonight. Yeah, he was good, especially he matched the energy defensively. Uh, like, he was getting into him. He was pressuring. Five assists, two steals. Actually, Steph was, too. Uh, yeah, DiVincenzo, t- to me, I feel like I feel like he's going to be good for this team eventually. I feel like he's going to be... One of the guys that's like, all right, get DiVincenzo in the game. Like, after a while, I'm still not sold on Jermichael Green, even though it's crazy how athletic he is on dunks. Just it's like, like he explodes. It's quick burst dunks. Yeah, he explodes on other parts of the floor. He doesn't look so athletic, but if he's in a like, I'm, he had a dunk where he's like it's three of them and he's pump faking and they blocked the shot twice and he just went up like, I'm tired of you guys. I'm gonna dunk with two hands. He's like, hey. But but another part of the game, he doesn't look so athletic. But that he he can get up, man, around the rim. It's pretty interesting. You want to see him get up for a block? Warriors got a lot of dunkers on on the fringe of their rotation. Kamingo, Wiseman, Tr- Green. All right, um, we will talk to you at some point.
soon. Not sure exactly when. Warriors are 10 and 10 at the Wolves afternoon game on Sunday. I believe it's 12:30 local or 2:30 local, I should say in Minnesota, 12:30 California, then at Dallas Tuesday. Talk to you at some point soon.